I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie B, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Whether it is a gathering of a few or a large sponsored event, Carrie V is your person to bring to the stage. She brings the power, she brings the knowledge, she brings the wisdom, and she also brings the feeling and the emotion. Her desire is to help you grab hold of more life. Carrie V promised her brother before he died that she would help others embrace life, enjoy the journey, choose wisely, have fun, and laugh every day. She promised him that she would step out to help others live the lives they were created to live. Carrie V helps others overcome unproductivity, overcome fear, guilt, anxiety, and resentment. She helps them live a life of power, gratitude, and action. She helps you define the mental and emotional blocks that are holding people back from living the lives they're dreaming of. Put her on your stage and change happens. Head to the show notes, click the link, and book Carrie V for your next event. Have you ever walked into a networking event and connected with someone who immediately drew you into an energy field that is so electric, so fun, and so joyful that you can literally feel it tingling your skin? That is Carissa Jones. Carissa loves to make anything fun. She is energetic and positive while being realistic and authentic. Carissa Jones is an ice cream truck owner, a social seller, Transitioning into 100% entrepreneurship comes from an entrepreneurial family, and she is a lover of animals, good thoughts, and holding up mirrors to show people their total beauty. She is a bundle of energy, and I'm so excited that she has come on Coffee and Tea with Carrie V to hang out with us today. Grab a notebook, grab a pen, and get ready to laugh. Carissa, take it away. Carissa, welcome to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is going to be so fun from the time I met you and then watching you on Instagram. You are a bundle of energy and joy and fun. So what is lighting you up today? What is bringing that beautiful smile to your face today? Uh, Envisioning my goals and keeping them at the forefront. So I have something to look forward to, something to work towards, keeping in that momentum. Yes. I mean, it's the, it's the first, no, it's the second, second. of the year. Yeah. So this is like everyone's new year, new me, fresh start. And it's like, great. 
let's let's go. Then now we're all on the same page. So <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing to to get there? Yeah. So what are we doing to get there? What is your process of envisioning goals and then the process for achieving them? Because I'm, I mean, I'm looking at your office space behind you and I know you have <laughs> so much going on. So how do you keep it? How, how do you keep it, um, keep an individual goal at the forefront while still achieving all the other goals you have? Oh, that is a great question. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I guess I would say, you know, it, it's almost like paying off credit cards. Like you pay off the one that either is the smallest balance or the highest interest rate. Yes. Uh, you're right. There is many things going on in my life. And, and I, I love that. I, I love being busy. I love being able to help solve people's problems yeah. while solving my own. So there's always like a one, one of the goals that I'm focused on and then it kind of like branches off. So I guess right now the goal is my journey into transitioning into 100% entrepreneur. Okay. So your guess is good as mine. So so far things have worked out. I just, I just really focus hard and push on the things that make me feel good because the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. What we focus on grows. So if we're constantly focusing, I have no money, I'm so negative, blah, 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 like bad things happen to me, then that is, you're watering that garden. That is what is going to grow. But if we're focusing on the things that make us feel good, that puts us in that momentum. So we're, you know, forecasting that good things are going to happen from that. And it doesn't mean like you just sit on the couch and think happy thoughts (laughs) and then a pile of money will knock on your door. It's like, no, you have to work for it. But why, what's the point of having those bad thoughts? That's not going to do anything for you. So I guess my process is to just always have good thoughts as much as I can for the path of least resistance, which doesn't mean no resistance because we know that there's always going to be bumps and your car can break down and get a flat tire. That's life. We are not saying that effortless is no effort. It's just less effort. And anything that we can tweak in our lives, make ourselves 1% better to get us there to that thought, then then I'm for that. And I'm an ambassador of that. I I love that. And I wrote that down. Uh, The path of least resistance doesn't mean no resistance. I love that you pointed that out because I think many people will confuse that or misinterpret that as the path of least resistance means there isn't any. And that's just not true. There's always resistance in life. Stress is not a bad thing. Distress is. But stress is what allows coal to turn into a diamond. Absolutely. Yes. And you, my dear, are definitely, definitely a diamond. Oh, well, thank you. Diamonds oh, are forever. <laughs> so how did, how did Carissa become a diamond? Your, your path, you talked about your path to entrepreneurship and 
you are definitely someone who brings so much shiny light into a room. Have you always been that way? What's been your path to be this way? Uh, Yeah, I've always been this way. I tell this story all the time, but I like to, so I'm going to tell it again. I'm so Uh, glad you're going to. (laughs) I come from a family of entrepreneurs, uh, restaurant owners, small business owners, energy workers, like across the board, entrepreneurs, real estate, all that good stuff. When I was a little kid, we had a rock driveway and my first lick of entrepreneurship was I would go out into the driveway. I would pick up um, the rocks and clean them up. And then I would uh, go on our computer that was the size of the suitcase. Remember those computers? They were so big with the little screen. (laughs) And then I'd, I'd make, I'd like type up invitations, print them out, and then disperse them to the, my, my roommates, AKA my mom, my dad, and my sister rock sale, five cents a piece. So then I would sell the rocks. And I mean, still to this day, I'm a big fan of rocks and crystals and gemstones and things like that. Yeah. But that was my first experience of, you know, taking a resource and putting some work into it and selling it and making a profit. And then I would just do like random stuff like that my whole life. And then it turned into my sister and I uh, buying an ice cream truck and running that business. And, and yeah, and then, you know, I always had restaurant jobs and I'm transitioning out of that into 100% entrepreneur. So that's a little snippet of me, but yeah, yeah always been, always been uh positive and, uh, you know, weird. And <laughs> my mom always is like, you know, I let you be who you want to be and blah, blah. And I'm like, thank you for that because, you know, yeah, I, I, I love that. I'm working on like loving myself. If you're not your own biggest fan, how do you expect anyone else to be your fan? So that's exactly true. Exactly true. So, so going to the phrase you said, the path of least resistance doesn't mean no resistance. And then putting that, coupling that with, I've always been a positive person. So does that mean nothing bad has ever happened to you? So you can just walk around like a ray of sunshine? Yeah, absolutely. I am like, I'm my perfect um, look. I'm my perfect weight. I'm everything. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I've had, I've, I have receipts from, from things I, you know, when I was four weeks old, I had a tumor in my nose and that was my first major surgery. So it started young. (laughs) So it does like it started, but you know, um, I had brain surgery in 2016, basically twice. Uh, and so things have happened to me. Yeah. I, I'm working on, uh, financial things. So I'm not someone that's going to be like, you know, look, look at this beautiful life. I mean, it is a beautiful life, but I've had, I'm, I'm not one of those people who have nothing as bad has ever happened to them. Well, those people don't exist really. They don't. They don't. Yeah. So, I mean, you go, you go on my social media, you see the background, nothing's, nothing's perfect. Um, I mean, it, it is what it's supposed to be, 
but it's just about handling those situations. It's only 10, you know, like 10% half is what life is happening. And then 90% yeah. of, is how you, your attitude towards it, something like that. Yes. You catch my drift. I do. I do. So, so, and that's what, and, and that's why I asked that question that way, because nobody has this life without any problems, but there's a big difference between somebody who approaches it the way you do. Mm -hmm. Most of us who are listening to this podcast have never had brain surgery. And I cannot imagine how terrifying that must be to be wheeled into a surgery where they're literally going to work on the part of your body that controls everything. Yeah, actually, I didn't. I that I didn't even think about it like that, <laughs> which is probably good. Um, yeah. I mean, the healing from brain surgery was a cinch. It was the spine surgery three months after that was a doozy. But oh wow, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't think about how. I just didn't think about how how yeah. dangerous that could have been. Yeah. I think I, and I get what you're saying. I remember way back in 2005, I donated a kidney to my dad and I remember huge. It, you all at the time, I mean, looking back, I'm like, oh, wow. But, but going through it, even when the doctor was talking to me and he was naming all the things that could possibly go wrong. I just don't really, I remember when he was all done and him saying, so if you don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, I'm ready. Yeah. Because at the time I really could approach it as this is something that I'm going to do and I'm not allowing any of that stuff in. It's exactly. going to work out great. Yeah. I mean, pessimistic people can easily predict the outcome just the same as optimistic people. So we're just focused on those good thoughts and we're not even like, like the what if, what if, what if, what is the point of that? Yes. What is the point of that? Because you can turn all those what ifs as you do after spending just the amount of time I have spent with you and, and watching you, your what ifs are, what if this turns out amazing? Yes. Yes. We can. Why, why can't we all just that? think like that? People. And also back to when you said, um, we're talking about the least resistance. A lot of people still have the mindset of you know, you have to work hard, blood, sweat, and tears and like no pain, no gain. And it's like, I get that, but it's not like a mandatory, yeah. like people, people literally, I always joke, I'm working a million dollar business from my phone, but like people literally can do that. And it's not, not that they're not working so hard, but it's not like they're like digging hole. Like people need to get out of that mindset that that every anything worth having, you have to suffer for. Right. You don't have to suffer. No, you can choose to suffer. Yeah. How's that working out for you? Yeah. I'll tell um, you, my, um, my brother went through terminal cancer. Mm -hmm. And while he was going through his treatments, three years of just, I mean, well, one year of hell, then a year of reprieve. And then when it came back, it was... It was really brutal. And I never heard him complain once. I never saw him stop. He just, he just lived. He took the opportunity to know That's that it, it really was. He, he literally did teach me how to live while he was actively dying. 
whatever he chose to do, he was going to do, even if it took him six times as long. He, he was an engineer and electronics engineer. He was brilliant. He finished his last project on a Friday night. He shut his computer and he died Sunday morning. Wow. He never stopped. And I think that is, please correct me if you're wrong. If, if I'm wrong, I think that is what you were saying. We get to choose yeah. what we take our situations. We get to choose what we do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And if you don't know what your, your, whatever you call it, your broadcast, your vibrational frequency, what you're putting out there, if you don't know what, what that is, then you can't forecast and predict what's going to happen. So it's like, you need to really get in your head and do the work and do the self-development. Like it's really important. And all of everything that I'm saying was probably said from one of my mentors that I'm just regurgitating, but it's really important to surround yourself with, with people that are smarter than you. Yeah. Never want to be the smartest person in the room. No, never, 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 never. I'd rather be the funniest person in the room. (laughs) Yes, Yes, I would like to be that person. Please, thank you. You are Uh, that person. (laughs) We can be the funniest people in the room. We're (laughs) the only people in the room. (laughs) (laughs) So what put you on your your personal development journey? Uh, What puts me what on? What put, yeah, what put you on that journey of personal development? I just, I see other successful entrepreneurs and I'm like, I want that. Like when you see a plate of food walking, walking by you, yes. by you and you're like, oh my gosh, that looks good. I want that. It's yeah. like, I see the life. I see the patterns. I see the freedom. I see the opportunity and I'm like, I, w- I want that. And there's no reason why I shouldn't have that. So I need to do X, Y, and Z to get there. Yes. And how really quite simple it is to approach life that way, to see what it is you want and go for it. Yeah. Why, why do you think so many people instead have the attitude of, well, that's great for them, but I can't ever have that. Where does that come from? Um, it comes from how they were raised, their environment that they're in, the lack of, um, self-development therapy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like when you say, Hey, how you doing? Someone's like living the dream. I'm like, I want to be like, are you though? Yeah. (laughs) If you're not, how do we get you there? Yeah. (laughs) But, but seriously, like I'll. I love to, you know, my family lives all over the place. So I love to go visit them. When I go, people, I, some people I work with be like, oh, I wish I can go travel all the time. And I'm like, so what's stopping you? Right. What's stopping you? Why are you so mad at me about it? Not yes. that it's any of my business to know what you think about me because it's not. That's right. But, uh, but you're like freely giving me this information that you, you disapprove of my lifestyle in your mind, you think it's some lavish lifestyle, but it's like, no, I'm working hard so that I can yes. have that lifestyle. I mean, so people need to just, just like cut it out. Yes. Just stop. Just, just stop it. Yes. Stop. 
Yes. I can't even remember the question you asked me because I just, I, I got like frustrated with the people that yeah. the, the naysayers. Yes. Well, that, that was oh, the, okay. the, whole I remember. Basis of the question. Yeah. Well, there's, there's risk in everything. So there's, if you have a nine to five job, because you think that's what you're supposed to be doing and you think it's safe, it's really not. And one of my favorite speeches was Jim Carrey when he did, uh, it was a college, um, like a college graduation. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but he, he said, you know, his dad could have been a hilarious comedian, but he wanted to play it safe, but then he lost that safe job. So it's just as much as risk than if you want to do what you really want to do versus what you think you should be doing because it's the safe bet. So, so that was like really crushing for his dad. And I think Jim Carrey used that as a inspiration for him to just go and be the best that he could be taking that risk, same, same risk, but different lifestyle path. And look where he is now. I mean, I love Jim Carrey. I'm a huge fan. I love me too. Thanks. I, but, uh, yeah. So there's, there's risk with, with everything. So yeah, there is. go for it. And That's we right. have so much time. Yes. Yes. What are we waiting for? I, what are you waiting I, for? That's a very good question. What exactly are we waiting for? I remember Darren Hardy saying one time, talking about that nine to five. And he said, there are people who love that life. Yes. And right. that, yes, it is great because we need people who, who love being accountants and and investors, we we absolutely need them. But if it is not what you love, be real about the fact that, or about the idea that there's no risk because you have banked your entire life and your entire paycheck on decisions that other people are making. Yeah. And that was a real eye-opener to me. And I... And leaving leaving my full-time corporate and going into entrepreneurship, a lot of people say, gosh, I wish I could do that. Well, then do it. If that is what you truly want, then work for it. I'm not telling you to quit your job tomorrow, but I am telling you to make it a goal. Yeah. And I think from what you said in the beginning, that that is the way that you are approaching this as well, working yourself out of mm-hmm. a um, uh, maybe a corporate or I don't know how to word it, but then into... Yeah your full-time entrepreneurship. So tell us a little bit, if you would, about that journey and into what, what is your entrepreneurial journey right now? What does that look like? And if it changed next year, would you be okay with that? Oh yeah. I like change. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's exciting. Change is usually for the better. Mm -hmm. Unless, but here's the thing. So I, I love working in a restaurant, but, uh, you don't make a change unless you're uncomfortable. Like if you sat on a, on a tack, would you, would you get up or would you still sit on it? You get up because you're uncomfortable. So you want to make that change. Working in a restaurant uh, allows me to be too comfortable where, where it doesn't push me. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, March 1st, I'm done at the restaurant. And that's going to make me uncomfortable enough to make a change. So right now I'm in that period of arms wide open universe. Hello. I am open to receive whatever you have coming to me. And I know I have the ice cream truck. So that season's coming up 
Um, but there, there's, there needs to be another thing. And mm-hmm. I'm unclear of what that is, what that looks like at this moment today. Who knows tomorrow? Well, might, it might be shown to me, but I am, uh, I'm, you know, relying on, on that, that faith and that yes. anyone can do that, whether you, whether it's the universe or God or spirit guides, whatever you attach yourself to spiritually. I mean, I don't, I don't know how people function when they don't have like a higher, a higher power. Type I don't either. Because, because now I'm like, all right, spirit guides, you're on. I'm giving this to you. Or you would say, I'm, I'm Jesus, I'm putting this on your lap. Like, yeah, you take care of it. And I'm open to receive and I'm grateful and gratitude, abundance, uh, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to work for it and yeah. be shown what it is. And I think it's going to be big. And I know it I is. just keep, I just keep thinking about it and yeah. focusing on those things that make you feel good because it, it just keeps snowballing. You know, when you wake yeah. up, it's great to um, think those good thoughts when you wake up because you were, you know, sleeping all night. So you have like a clean slate and you focus on those things that make you feel good and it will keep compounding and compounding rather than if you wake up and stub your toe and you're like, great, it's going to be one of those days. And it's like, yes, it will be because you fulfill your own prophecy and what you say is going to happen will. So if you say oh, it's going to be one of those days, then it's definitely going to be one of those days. Yes. So why, Cause you don't prove yourself wrong. So switch up those thoughts a little bit. Um, but we, you know, we know that negative emotions are essential for creation because the contrast will inspire the desires within you. Mm-hmm. So you go somewhere, you go to have a job and you're like, I don't like it. Well, that's good. Knowing that you don't like it will help you decide what you do like and how you're going to get there is the next part. Yes. Work. I love your attitude. I could sit here and talk to you all day. And I'm looking at the clock. Same, right Carrie B. Ah, how are we at 23 minutes? This just means, of course, <laughs> Carissa's going to have to come back because there's so much more I want to talk about. But <laughs> This kind of leads into my question of a writing prompt for our listeners. With everything that you have talked about today, what is a writing prompt that would get our listeners really thinking and moving in a positive direction? Um, I would write down like maybe two columns, things that make me feel good, things that don't make me feel good. Mm Mm-hmm. I maybe just jot some of those down, like things that make me feel good. A cup of organically. Organify. Organify. Yeah. <laughs> Organify. We know you're listening. Please sponsor us. <laughs> uh, we love to be an ambassador. Yes, we do. So a warm cup of, of tea or coffee or whatever it may be. Other things. Um, celebrating wins. Taking my dog for a walk reading 12 pages of a book a day, things that don't make me feel good. When people say something negative about me, when I see something negative about myself, more importantly, Mm -hmm. 
and we want to take that list of the things that make you feel good and we want to make sure that those are always at the forefront like those are always what we're thinking about so yes. we can that vibrational frequency up because it's like it's like a merry-go-round like the ones on the playground when you're going low slow anyone can jump on so when you're having a bad day who who do you see that comes out of the woodworks like people matching that frequency like yeah. low people negative people pessimists mm. but when mm. you're spinning and you're going fast and you're like in your vortex and you're moving and grooving and getting things done and you got a free coffee and got your car wash <laughs> and you went for a walk. Only people that are matching that vibrational frequency are going to be going to be able to jump on that marriage. Yes. So we want to make sure that we're doing things that put us in that high vibrational frequency. We're not feeling emotions of shame, which is the lowest frequency. The highest is enlightenment, empowerment. So write down those things that make you feel empowered and Every morning, if you need to keep it by your bedside, first thing you do when you wake up, look at that and say, you know, how am I going to keep this feeling going? Don't beat yourself up with every emotion. Obviously, not every day can be a good day because things happen. Yes, they do. Not effortless. Less effort, remember. But uh, something good happens, you call it magic. Something bad happens, you call it normal or reality. Like, no. Let's make the reality to be the magical. Yes, I love that. Every day is magical. Yes. There is magic in every day. Yeah, or like wake up and think, I can't wait to see what magic is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then all day you're looking for it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I have started when I wake up in the morning, I will, the first thing I do, well, first I express gratitude for something. And then my next one is, all right, God, what's the one thing that you want to show me today? What's, what's that one thing? And I spend all day looking for it. And usually by the end of the day, I'm like, gosh, there were like 50 things. I don't know what the one thing was, but I'm going to just take them off. I right. love a off. good scavenger hunt. Yeah, it makes a difference. So I, thank you for bringing that out. You are, you just, you're, I, yes, every day is the magic. Yeah. Every day, every day miracles. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right, so so let's get into your version of your pow pow shoes. I always love to hear how people answer this question. <laughs> well, first I'm like pow pow shoes, what are those? And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> superpower, which superpower? And the first thing that came to my mind was that I have the ability to to make any situation fun. Yeah, oh, I love it. <laughs> Does that sound lame? <laughs> no, are you okay. kidding? <laughs> I work with people. In my, in my coaching practice on how to help them have fun in their lives. Oh, there, so many people have no idea how to bring more fun into the, I was one of them. Uh, I was one of them. My coach. It's so fun though. I, oh, I, I like to think I am now, but <laughs> in my previous life, when I first started working with my business coach and I said, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. She was like, dude, you're way too serious. Just loosen up and have some fun. Yeah. Find the magic, find the fun. And yeah, you well, I love your your I Got Fired podcast. That talks about just like, yeah, like take a breath, like do stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. A lot, a lot of what we talked about, focusing on things that make you feel good. Yes. And just like find comfort in that uncomfort. 
like be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Because this too shall pass. It will. Yes. Yes. It will. Um, So yeah, making, uh, making anything fun. And you do. I've known that from the very first time that I was in a room with you. I was like, oh my gosh, I went to seek you out. I was standing at her table. <laughs> I'm going to go get in some of that vibration, man. It's That's magical. Right. And you were matching me. Energies are matched. So yeah. if you were a loser, <laughs> you would be nowhere near me. <laughs> I was drawn to you and I guess we didn't repel Likewise. each other. So that's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so where can we find you, Miss Carissa? And I know everybody's, I know everybody's like, when is she coming on again? So I'll send you the link again. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. And I would love to, I love talking with you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook. Jones, no, Carissa M. Jones. And I will R I S S A M J O N E S. And yeah, um, I have a, I also have a podcast that's on a hiatus right now with my friend Jordan Schreiner called The Energized Mindset. So that's an entrepreneurial uh, self help podcast. If you wanted to check that out. Yes. I will link that. I will link everything in the show notes. So if you're listening, just head to the show notes, click a link. I'm going to binge listen to all your podcasts because I can't imagine how much I'm going to laugh at them. Not at them, but laugh with you in them is what I mean. <laughs> laugh at me all the time. It's okay. Nope. Nope. I will laugh with you because I'm, I'm sure that you bring the magic and the joy in them as well. And I'm anxious to hear them. I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us today. I can't wait to have you back. You are truly, you truly are a magical person and you really help me see the fun and the light and the creativity and how to tap into my own creative side. So thank you for being that light in my life. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.